Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Shabbos, I need 
Been through the pain will never go away. 
J.M. in the A.M. with Danny Palgon. J.M. in the A.M. Before that, Shmuel Levy with Mia Ish. You heard Hine Anochi done by Mizumin. Keep on giving. Schlock rock. Yeah, we're approaching our day of giving, which is going to be a week from today, kicking off our 40th anniversary year-end campaign here at JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. You could already go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and express your uh, love and affection for JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. Go to fjbunity.org. Again, a week from today will be our day of giving, which will kick off our year-end campaign, celebrating 40 years with a lofty goal of 400000 to keep on doing what we do every single day here at JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. 
More details as we get closer. Keep on giving from Schlockrock. Safam's Yigdal, Hashivenu, and my Rebbe's Nigun, a two for Tuesday with Yehuda Green. Barry Weber's on a Bakoach, and of course, Regesh. Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. Welcome to a when, uh, welcome to a Tuesday on this twenty first day of November, day number eight in the month of Kislev. The year is five seven eight four. Tufshin pay dollar. Tomorrow is Wednesday. Tomorrow, Mayor Ferdig is going to be sitting in for me here at JM and the AM, and I thank him. Remember, he's a father of an IDF soldier, so he deserves even more special treatment than you normally give him. Thursday, it's going to be Avrami. He also deserves special treatment. After all, he is living in Israel. Uh, he and his family. So you got a couple of people who deserve special treatment for good reasons coming up. Mayor tomorrow and uh, Avrami on Thursday, Thanksgiving Day. I spoke with Malcolm Honline yesterday. He is available Friday, and we will be Bizrat Hashem presenting a regular Friday morning broadcast between 6 and 9 a.m. right here on Friday at JM. And the AM. big day for us in Yeshiva League sports. Been a long time since we've spoken to Elliot Weiselberg, and today we get an opportunity to actually do a Yeshiva League sports update. How amazing is that? I agree. It is pretty amazing. So Elliot Weiselberg, Yeshiva League sports update coming up. That'll be um, at about 7.15 this morning here at JM in the AM. A long-standing tradition. I think back to all the sports updates we have done on this show. My gosh. It's a lot of years. A lot of years. Wow. Anyway, so it's all coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. In the 8 o'clock hour, what happens when a group of people sincerely wants to go to Washington to rally for Israel? We have a very interesting story brought to my attention by my good friend Yami Schachter, and we will explore that story in the 8 o'clock hour this morning right here at JM in the AM. So plenty going on, thank God. And glad you're here. It's Thanksgiving week. You may be listening uh, from a hotel or a beach somewhere around the world, wherever it is you are. Thanks for schlepping us along in your phone, in your iPad, uh, in whatever it is that you're using, your Android. Thanks for uh, tuning in to JM and AM. Much appreciated. And those of you who are on Chizuk missions to Israel, continue the Chizuk, continue giving strength to our brothers and sisters in the Holy Land. Oh, speaking of Israel, by the way, Sorry about that. As I always say, sometimes you just have to sneeze. Uh, speaking of Israel, I want to thank Avrami. He has uh, put together an amazing list uh, that we call Chesed for Israel. It's essentially uh, the groups that we've spoken to uh, over the last six weeks with special campaigns to help people in Israel. For instance, the Am Yisrael Chai Fund is up there. The Friends of Stay Road is up there. Uh, Yashar Lachayal, Grilling for the IDF, Just One Chesed. The Open Door Initiative for anybody who has an apartment in Yushalayim. If you want to help Deputy Mayor Flor Hassan Nahum give that apartment to a family from the south or north. Or Mayor Bracha, you know about the work of Leora Teji. By the way, Leora has announced, has announced, Leora has requested as many winter coats, new winter coats as possible for kids. Because a lot of kids from areas of the country of Israel uh, where they don't normally wear winter coats in the winter are now in Yushalayim. So Stacy and I are going to be bringing a whole bunch of winter coats. If you want to send a new winter coat to us um, anywhere from the age of like four to 14, like anywhere, you know, any kid size, boys, girls, whatever you got. If you want to send us new winter coats, uh, we're going to be uh, making special suitcases for those and bringing those along and distributing them in, in December in a few weeks when we're in Israel. 
And I've been in Yerushalayim in December, January, February. It is, uh, it's a really good chesed idea. Anyway, so Lior Teji Arme or Bracha, the link is up there as well. Uh, the residents of Nave, we're asking everybody to be as generous as possible and help one of the communities of the South rebuild. If you want to give to the Nave campaign, it's on that page. Uh, the Ari Fold project, everything we discussed yesterday is on that page. It's very simple. Go to nachumsegel.com slash chesed. nachumsegel.com slash chesed. You will see many, many opportunities that we've discussed over the last six weeks uh, that are available to you and to everybody out there uh, to support uh, great causes. Um, so again, it's uh, nachomsegel.com slash chesed. The, the website's actually working this morning, which is, <laughs> no, I shouldn't say rare. Thank God it's always working. But yes, it, it's, it's, it's a welcome. Yeah, I should say it's something that's welcome since, uh, <laughs> since yesterday. <laughs> since yesterday it was, um, unfortunately, got off to a rough start in the brand new week. Anyway, thank God everything's operating the way we like it to operate now. Baruch Hashem. Um, all right, so that's the story. JM and the AM, good morning all. Thanks for joining us. And uh, yesterday we announced the big news from shopeichlers.com. We re- we've always had a good partnership with shopeichlers.com. Now we've got a, a really solid partnership with shopeichlers.com. Whenever you use promo code radio at shopichlers.com, whenever it is, they, they, it's, even if they don't have a, a promotion going on, you'll receive a 5% discount for using promo code radio. Every time you use promo code radio at shopichlers.com, you will receive a uh, 5% discount. And if, and if there's any other discount available, um, for instance, they very often give a 10% discount before Hanukkah. You know, or something like that. Um, so if there's ever a discount, that'll be applied automatically. So if you use promo code radio and they have a 10% discount going on site-wide, then uh, you, will be, you will be receiving that discount. I think that's pretty, I think it's pretty uh, straightforward, right? So for us, it's a big deal. Because this is really the first time that we have a round-the-year constant discount with promo code radio to shopbyclothes.com. And especially this time of year, that could be very, very helpful as you shop for uh, Hanukkah and uh, load up your home with all the gifts that you need for the children and grandchildren, for the siblings, for your parents, for your grandparents, for everybody uh, on your list for Hanukkah. All right, so keep that in mind as... uh, as you get ready for the big holiday. All right, shopiclose.com. Always use promo code radio and you always save. More coming up. It is a Tuesday morning broadcast at JM in the AM.
Oh, no. 
Thank you. 
JM in the AM with Ataya Khad and Kulam done by Shalshela. Sort of a two for Tuesday. How do you like that? Ari Goldwag with Anenu. Rava Mehemna. Those of you who are old time rock and roll feds, no doubt you recognize that tune, but he calls it, or they call it, Al Shloshad Dvarim here at JM in the AM. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Round the world of web at NachumSingle.com on the NachumSingle Network and of course on the beloved NSN Guys, sound in the background to our news from Israel coming up. Wow, stand up for Israel is right. Nice spot. Hey, Galay Tzal and Gal Galatz. I like that one. Nice upbeat tone for a very serious topic, to say the least. Galay Tzal in the background. Galay Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. Newscast 4-8 Tuesday follows next. We say Boker Tov from Jam Dam. גלי צהל מירושלים השעה שתיים, שלום רב, באולפן רן יובנאי, עם מה שקורה עכשיו. התקדמות האטימון הקרקעי ברצועה, לוחמי יחידת מגלן השמידו מעל לשבעים מטרות, הכוללות תצפיות אויב, תשתיות טרור, שרובן היו בתווך אזרחי, משגרי נ"ט וחוליות נ"ט. כמו כן חיסלו הלוחמים מחבלים רבים. בנוסף, פשטו הלוחמים על בית ספר באזור שתי, שבקרבתו אותרו שני פירים תת-קרקעיים. תת-אלוף הישאם אברהים, קצין השריון הראשי, תיאר אצל אמיר איבגי את מהלכי התמרון ברצועה. כדי לתמרן לים מקשת אחר אויב ולנצח אותו, אתה צריך לבצע קרב משולב. כוחות יבשתיים, כמובן מגובה בהפעלה של ירי מהאוויר, ירי מהים, נתמך על ידי מודיעין מדויק של אגף המודיעין. הכל מקושר ומתוקשב על ידי פעולות של חלק תקשוב. זה בדיוק השיטה הנכונה להביא את העוצמה היבשתית ומייצר יכולות תיאום גבוהות, וזו השיטה הכי נכונה ללחם. המגעים לשחרור חטופים, דובר משרד החוץ של קטאר אמר בצהריים כי הצדדים קרובים מתמיד לעסקה. בכיר הלשכה המדינית של חמאס בדוחה אמר כי הם עדיין ממתינים לתשובת ישראל בנוגע להסכם הרגיעה אחרי שבחמאס העבירו תגובתם למצרים וקטאר. על פי ההבנות המסתמנות ישוחררו מדי יום עשרה חטופים במשך חמשת ימי הרגיעה. במקביל תשחרר ישראל שלושים אסירים ועצירים ביטחוניים באותו היום. עשרות רבש"צים מפגינים בשעה זו מול הקריה בתל אביב בדרישה להסדרת מעמדם כעובדי משרד הביטחון ולהשלמת הציוד הנדרש להגנה על היישובים. המוחים חסמו לזמן קצר את רחוב קפלן בתל אביב בשני הכיוונים. כתבנו אילי זילברברג שמע את נופר שאולי, רבש"צית יפית בבקעת הירדן. עוברים עוד פעם איזשהו סבב שהוא כבר הפקירו אותנו. יש לנו שבעה רבש"צים שנהרגו, חברי כיתות כוננות שנהרגו. אנחנו לא רוצים שזה יקרה עוד פעם, בטח לא אצלנו. אם אין לנו ציוד ואין לנו את מה שאנחנו צריכים ואין לנו אמצעים בשביל להגן על התושבים שלנו, אז מה נשאר לנו? כוחות צה"ל פשטו לפני שעה קלה על מחנה הפליטים בעלת המשכם ועצרו שם מבוקש שחשוד בפעילות טרור. במקום התנהלו חילופי אש מול מחבלים, מספר מחבלים נפצעו, אין נפגעים לכוחותינו. ידיעה שמסר כתבנו הצבאי דורון קדוש. הביטוח הלאומי העביר תוספת של מענקי אכלוס למפוני הצפון והדרום. עם הפרטים כתבתנו לענייני עבודה ורווחה שירה שפי. 261 מיליון שקלים עברו עד כה לזכאים למענקי אכלוס ומיועדים למי שפונה מביתו בעקבות המלחמה ולא משתכן במלון על חשבון המדינה. עד היום העביר הביטוח הלאומי 148 מיליון שקלים ליותר מ-35 אלף מבוגרים וכ-25 אלף ילדים. זאת בנוסף למענקים שקיבלו עד היום תושבי אשקלון. 
כתב אישום בגין הסתה לטרור הוגש נגד תושב ירושלים בן 17 שפתח קבוצת וואטסאפ בשם עזרה ליהודים באירועי טרור וקרא למאות החברים בה לבצע מעשי טרור ואלימות נגד ערבים. בהודעה קולית ששלח הוא אמר לא יישאר ערבי אחד שלם שיעז להתגרות בנו ולא נשחט אותו. ידיעה שמסרה כתבתנו בבירה נועה ברנס. מזג האוויר, עלייה קלה בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. העולם הזה רוצה קצת פשר, זמן להיגיון והבנה. רוצים מילה של נחמה, בסך הכל ילדים אנחנו, לא מבינים מה שקרה. את כל מה שאיבדנו. יד שמלטפת, דמעה אחת אוספת, כמו תרופה ישר לנשמה. רוצים מילה של נחמה, בסך הכל ילדים אנחנו, לא מבינים מה שקרה, את כל מה שאיבדנו. יד שמלטפת, דמעה אחת אוספת, בתים שרופים לא מפרידים אותה. מאחורי ענן ניצבת קשת, מבטיחה של עוד מלחמה. רוצים מילה של נחמה, בסך הכל ילדים אנחנו, לא מבינים מה שקרה, את כל מה שאיבדנו. יד שמלטפת, דמעה אחת אוספת, כמו תרופה ישר לנשמה. רוצים מילה של נחמה, בסך הכל ילדים אנחנו, לא מבינים מה שקרה. את כל מה שאיבדנו, יד שמלטפת, דמעה אחת אוספת, כמו תרופה ישר לנשמה. שקרה את כל מה שאיבדנו. 
little bit more of Rava Mehemna. <laughs> we pulled them off the back shelf earlier this morning with the Al Shadvarim. So we brought them back with a song entitled We Will Live Forever. Before that, they had Ushaftemayim on this, uh, well, what's turning out to be a two for Tuesday here at JM and the AM, frankly. Yankee Hill, Milash on the Hamad, open up the hour here at JM and the AM. Again, a reminder if you're looking for the list of causes that we have been promoting over the last six weeks, uh, as we discover more and more over this uh, period of time. Just how many causes, good causes, there are to support in Israel. It's uh, There's a list that Avrami has compiled, and I thank him. Go to NahumSiegel.com slash Chesed. Again, NahumSiegel.com slash Chesed, and you'll get a very good idea of what uh, of what causes you could support. The Naveh, helping to rebuild the city of Naveh, it is up there. NahumSiegel.com slash Chesed. Leora Teji and Ormeor Bracha is up there. Again, NahumSiegel.com slash Chesed. Uh, we announced her coat campaign earlier today, so whatever you give will certainly help in terms of that. And then just a whole bunch of great causes, and that list is just ever-growing. Baruch Hashem, not Baruch Hashem, they were in a time of war, but Baruch Hashem, people around the world want to help, and hey, what's better than that? So there are different times of the year when things happen, and uh, it gives us a tremendous rejuvenation. It reminds us just how many uh, young people in our audience and how many principals and uh, teachers and parents and coaches and, and faculty members and uh, administration members and board members of our Yeshiva League schools are out there anxious to be kept up to date um, on what's happening in Yeshiva League sports. And we've had some dedicated people. I mean, I was, I was reminiscing earlier about you know, how long we've been doing sports reports uh, specifically Yeshiva League Sports Reports on this network and on this show. We've had some really dedicated people. None can hold a candle to Elliot Weiselberg, who in addition to all of his coaching duties and his familial duties and his work duties, he has taken upon himself to uh, turn our Yeshiva League Sports Update into an amazing, comprehensive, well-produced, uh, and a well-presented spot each and every week. Now, it's not each and every week, obviously. It is a season, and today we're going to be doing our first report of the season. And then there are weeks off. You know, Thanksgiving week is is, is weaker, so to speak, schedule-wise. I don't know if we'll have a report next Tuesday. Uh, but we're talking about somebody who, uh, you know, gleans all the sports information and gives all the headlines to us here at JM in the AM. With that in mind... I say welcome back to JM and the AM, Elliot Weiselberg. Great to be back, Nachum. How is the morning going for you? So far, so good. Although, you know, when the technical glitches happen and the gremlins uh, accompany me to the studio, I get a bit frustrated. You know how that could be. But thank God we're all well over here. And uh, I, I would assume that the Yeshiva League is off to a good start with, with, with so much attention, rightfully so, to Israel and so many, and Washington and so many serious topics in the Yeshiva League. Can I still assume that the kids have gotten the season off to a good start oh absolutely there's uh, been plenty of action the first four weeks or so of the regular season and it's definitely made for interesting results for these kids to talk about when they do uh, happen to meet up with each other at these amazing events and their support and solidarity so um the uh it's not the only time they meet up but uh 
they meet up for good things and they meet up for competition too these days. Yeah, and sometimes <clears throat> sometimes serious competition. And I know that the um, we're getting used to in this country because of the NFL, we're getting used to the fact that you never know what's going to happen. You know, the the worst teams in the league can defeat the best teams in the league any given weekend. Um, I think you're experiencing the same thing. Am I right? Uh, you go into the Yeshiva League, you have certain expectations, you have certain predictions about which teams are going to be toward the top of the division, which teams are going to dominate specific games. And even Elliot Weiselberg is sometimes surprised. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. The last couple of weeks have shown us that this, uh, this coming season or the season that we're in now is certainly one that's going to glean some unpredictable results. We've already had a couple of upsets and uh, a couple of uh, uh, back and forth, uh, quote unquote, championships to this point, uh, which we'll get to when we get to varsity hockey and varsity basketball. As yeah, well. I'm going to I'm going to turn the whole report over to you in a minute uh, just to get us started um, on what's happening in hockey and basketball in the Yeshiva League. And I know a lot of people are anxious to hear the names that are you know, making a significant contribution to both. But I got to ask you a question, Elliot. Uh, you're a coach, and you're somebody who has a good relationship with all the other coaches and with the commissioner, and and you follow what what tens and tens. I mean, I don't even know the exact number now, but I'm, it's got to be significant. Just how many teams there are in uh, in both sports leagues, hockey and basketball. Last week's rally, uh, which required you know pr- last minute preparation on Monday, obviously a full day off. Uh, a full day of, well, I don't want to say off, but a full day of activity on Tuesday, possibly even Wednesday night's uh, activities being postponed because of the fatigue factor. Was last week a challenging week for the Yeshiva League? Because I would assume that without the rally, it would have been one of the more busy basketball and hockey weeks in this year's schedule. Yeah, I would say I would say it was a little challenging. I would say that, uh, I mean, not just even with the the main leagues, but there are several other leagues that also were impacted. Uh, I, I say impacted in you know in not the broad sense of the term because of right. what it was quote unquote impacted by. Right. But yeah, you have you have the the five basketball leagues, you have the two hockey leagues, you have the the junior leagues as well, and every one of them probably had games that were supposed to be last Tuesday night that had to be postponed, that had to find different dates to, to be played. You had referees that were already put on the schedules that now need to be contacted and say, hey, no game right. tonight. Uh, and some of these were also were also shifted maybe only a day or two. So the, the redo dates had to be shifted um, and get the same people on the calendar. So, yeah, Are- absolutely, especially – Elliot, aren't Especially with how close it was. Elliot, aren't you jealous of the commissioner that he gets to deal with all that juggling? Um, no. Uh, <laughs> no, thank you. I know, I'm kidding around. It gives us a greater appreciation for those who coordinate all of this. All right, Elliot, before we get to your official report for this morning, the inaugural one for the 5784 season, uh, the intention we should tell the audience is between now and sometime in the spring to uh, bring this to everybody every Tuesday when possible. There are weeks where we got to move it to Wednesday just because you tell us about the bulk of the schedule for that week being a little bit later in the week. 
Uh, and obviously a week like next week, you know, may, may be so light that we may just skip it because uh, Thanksgiving weekend is not going to uh, uh, accommodate too many contests in the Yeshiva League uh, over the end of this week. So with all that in mind, can we declare to the audience that our intention is to be here as many Tuesday mornings as possible at JM in the AM? Absolutely. And with, and God willing, we will uh, be looking forward to potentially introducing some new voices this year as well. Wow. Um, I have, I have found some people who are almost as dedicated as me and possibly <laughs> hopefully more that uh, do have a good grasp and good concept of the Yeshiva league and the kids and what goes on. And so I will hopefully have a staff put together this year that uh, we can introduce new voices and new perspectives to the audience as well. Be careful. You know what happened when Wally Pipp took a day off at first base, right? Well, Lou Gehrig took over. That's correct for over 2,000 consecutive games. Be careful, Elliot, mm-hmm. before, before you just hand over that microphone. Uh, Elliot Weiselberg has been an amazing friend, great staff member, wonderful volunteer, and somebody we always depend on. And it's with great pleasure that I welcome him back for the 5784 season of the Yeshiva League Sports Update Tuesday mornings in the 7 o'clock hour here at JM and the AM. Without any further ado, it's time for the inaugural session, everybody. Please give, it, please give him your attention as we go through the Yeshiva League Sports Sports for this week. Here he is, the one and only Elliot Weiselberg. Thank you, Nathan. Good morning, everybody. So we're just going to plow through what has gone on the first month and change of Yeshiva League Sports. We'll start off with varsity hockey, where coming into the season, TABC was the consensus favorite. Um, um, right now, gone halfway through this season, actually, which is the funny part. They're at six and one, a loss to Frisch four three in Frisch in early November which was the surprising result that we were discussing with Nachum. However, I've won the last four games, and we'll look to have their revenge December 5th in TABC. Frisch right behind them at 3-1. and one. They're only lost a 3-1 a three one loss on the road to Hank, only a week after defeating them 2-0 in the Martin Weiselberg Memorial Hockey Tournament Final in mid-October. Other teams to look for in varsity hockey. You have in the East, Hank and DRS, both at 5-0. and DRS, the JV champs two years ago. Level below, but not quite, uh, not quite out of the running with those four top contenders. You have SAR. Right now, the defending champions are 4-1. and one. I mean, a surprising result last night. Flatbush now 2-3. and three, But losing uh, their first couple of games without having a full team, now back at full strength. You have... Uh, them with a 6-2 dominating win over Hafter. Joe Catton with five goals in the victory. Hafter and YDE now sit at 3-1 and one, uh, right behind uh, the SAR. But we'll see where that goes over the next couple of weeks. Over in JV, the consensus favor coming in is SAR. Um, and they have uh, really stayed tried and true to that. Frisch and TABC are next. The two of them uh, played each other a couple of weeks ago. Tied at three, they'll get their chance again uh, later on in the year. But um, SAR right now proving to be uh, the consensus favorite in the nine-team league to walk away. But again, surprises do happen. Speaking of surprises, moving over to basketball, we have Mag and David and Flatbush, who are uh, both deadlocked in competing uh, competition with each other. The two of them have split tournament championships coming into the year against each other. Mag and David winning the Mag and David preseason tournament over Flappish. Flappish returning the favor 
with a win in the Cooper Tournament final. So far, Megan David is 5-0. and Flatbush is 3-0. and uh, They will meet again in early December, but we also have to remember that looming in the shadows, despite a first-game loss this season, is the defending champion North Shore. Uh, the loss to Frisch, a 41-38 loss. Frisch is tops in the West, 5-0. and Right behind them, Heschel at 4-1. They're only lost to Ramaz, who's right behind them at 3-1. Down in JV, we have five undefeated teams in the East. We have Megan David and North Shore at 3-0. After a 2-0, DRS at 1-0. Flatbush looking to get their season started, uh, much like, and hopefully for them, much like their varsity counterparts. Out in the West, three teams. We have Ramaz at 4-0, SAR 3-0, and Hello at 3-0. And over in girls basketball, SKA starting their title defense right now with a 3-0 and record and uh, really looking to push out and make that a dynasty in the uh, girls' division. So right now, a very interesting and a very uh, uh, some surprising results, as we have said, uh, especially at the top of the boards in varsity hockey and uh, with North Shore and Flatbush and Megan David Frisch and all of the uh, perennial contenders jostling with each other at the top of the varsity basketball leagues. It's funny how there are already certain dates that are circled on the calendar. You mentioned that uh, December 5th is going to be a key contest. And it is interesting because I would bet that in a lot of these schools and a lot of the Yeshiva League schools, there are people who literally look forward to those contests and uh, expect a tremendous amount of spirit and competition. And uh, those are some very magical. You've been involved in plenty of them. Those are some very magical nights in the Yeshiva League. Oh, yeah. Look, the rivalry games are always best. And we've already highlighted two of them here with Mag and David Flatbush uh, in basketball and Frisch CABC in hockey, uh, throwing SAR into the mix now, given everything. The rivalries are growing. And thank God the the league is thriving and the kids and the competition is uh, only getting better. Pretty amazing. Elliot, uh, you've seen this league grow like crazy, and I'm not just talking about the number of teams and schools, but just the seriousness with which the competition is taken and the level of competition you've seen increase like crazy over the years. Uh, it must be a great feeling uh, having entered the league as, uh, as many years ago as you did and seeing it get to this point. Well, I mean, look, it, it was always a pleasure being involved in that next level of the league as a coach when, uh, back when I first started this. Uh, after a five-year hiatus, I am back on the bench uh, in junior high hockey. So getting the chance to you know, build the future of the league, which was always something that I cherished uh, way back when, when I was coaching, I say way back when, you know, I feel like an old man saying that, but with in Hartora and Hank and YCQ getting back and getting to experience it again with the younger kids and really getting to uh, get back to uh, contributing to the league and, and back to how it was several years ago is a great feeling. And, and just to see the, the support and the kids and their dedication to it is always a, it's always a very uh, a heartening feeling because you think you feel as if your efforts are really contributing towards something. Just remind us which school you're coaching with this year. Okay, so I, <laughs> I'm coaching Flappers Junior High School. Uh, I'm making it much easier on myself with a commute, being only five minutes from the school, and uh, also a great group of kids. So I'm, uh, as they all are, but 
admittedly, I, I have a little bit of preference towards this great group of kids. And, and I, uh, uh, they're, they're amazing. Yeah, and I ask it because uh, we are not allowed, as you know, Elliot, we are not allowed in any way to show any favor toward any teams during the Yeshiva League Sports Update. But nonetheless, since it's our first report, I feel it's proper to wish you the best of luck with the Flatbush Junior High team because, uh, after all, uh, you know, again, we don't play favorites, but we would love if one of our JM and the AMers coaches a team to a championship. So good luck, Elliot. Well, with during the sports report, I have my referee jersey on. <laughs> I have the I have the white and black stripes, so I am I am very much neutral when it comes to reporting. You will not hear any favoritism uh, as you as you never have, but I will highlight. I will highlight the good. You know that. A hundred percent. You do that for everybody. Elliot, truly a pleasure. I'm so glad we're restarting again and call a vote to you. And uh, once this thing becomes a regular feature again over the next week or two, we will uh, look forward to every single Tuesday morning in the seven o'clock hour. Thank you so much for everything. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Nakam. There he is, Elliot Weiselberg. He, he's a coach, of course, and he's our reporter, of course. But, boy, he's so much more to the Yeshiva League. Call it a vote to everything he does. And, really, a lot of work uh, that gets done by the uh, athletic directors, the coaches, the commissioner, the parents, the administration. A lot of work to keep this Yeshiva League at the level that it's at. And, trust me, I am somebody who appreciates it greatly. And I'm glad we get to have a report. It, it, as much as there are... There are people out there who are following, you know, every puck drop and every basket that's being made all season long. That's the way we can do things today because of social media and the immediacy of everything. Still, it's nice to have a two, three minute recap every week just to, you know, give everybody who may not be following every single puck drop and every single, you know, shot from beyond the three point line. It's good to give everybody an overview about what's happening and let them hear which schools are doing well this year in Yeshiva League basketball and hockey. Uh, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Echonishmas Harav and Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We read in Amos, Will the shofar be blown in a city if the people have not trembled? The great Ben Yishchai commented that everyone is waiting eagerly for the sound of the shofar gadol, the great shofar. We know it's written... It's going to come on a day that the shofar is going to be blown. As it says in Yeshayo Anovi, Vahoyo Bayomahu will be on that day. Yitaka Bishofar Gadol, that a great shofar will be blown. Uvahua Ovdim Be'eretz Ashur, all of those that were lost in Assyria, Vanidochim Be'eretz Mitzrayim, and those that were dispersed in the land of Egypt. They will all bow down before Hashem on the holy mountain in Yerushalayim. The Ben Yishchai explains that one of the prerequisites of the shofar gadol, of the blowing of Eliyohan Novi shofar, is that first we tremble, first we do tshuva shlema, we completely repent for anything that might have gone on in the past. Then, Klau Yisrael is to hear the shofar of Eliyohan Novi. Certainly, over the past few weeks, all of Klau Yisrael has been engaged in tshuva. All of Klau Yisrael has added to their mitzvahs. So many have taken on Kabbalos, made resolutions to be more careful in Shmira Saloshan and what we say, to be more careful in terms of our davening. 
or to avoid those things that we know are not positive influences in our life. It's fascinating that the soldiers that were on the battlefield said the slichos, they said the penitential prayers, and at the end, they blew the shofar. It was a time of great hisoris, of great inspiration, of great movement towards Hashem. In that schus, may we hear the shofar, the shofar that will be blown, in all of the hostages, all of those that have been dispersed, may they return immediately safe and sound to their own homes. And may we all celebrate together. One huge Sudasoida. Bikarov Biomenu Amen. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
Pamuroim, pamuroim, ilam di alayhem, veyulayni, veyulayni zechit. Pamuroim, pamuroim, ilam di alayhem, veyulayni, oi
J.M. in the A.M. Bamarom, done by Moshe and uh, and uh, Shia Ilowitz. Kiat Oyimadi was a Simcha liner, and uh, you're listening to J.M. in the A.M. Hour number two on a uh, on a when what is today Tuesday? I get mixed up with these days this week for some reason. I think it has to do with Thanksgiving week. Did you notice how much traffic there was out there last night in this area? Never do we have traffic like that on a Monday night. Just have a feeling that Thanksgiving week people are moving all over the place, but who knows? Speaking of Thanksgiving, Erev Thanksgiving, Wednesday morning, tomorrow, Mayor Fertig, who's the father of an IDF soldier, he is going to be uh, hosting this show. That's right. I know you treat him with great reverence and respect in general, but he is the father of an IDF soldier, so that should be increased. And then on um, Thursday, Thanksgiving Day, Avrami, whose family actually lives in Israel, yet another reason to... um, respect and revere them um he's going to be hosting from israel thanksgiving morning here at jmm so tomorrow mayor fertig on a thursday thanksgiving it'll be avrami and i'll be back friday malcolm Honline, according to what he told me yesterday is available friday morning and will join us for the weekly update as the war continues and information is at a premium or at least accurate responsible information is at a premium that i think we can agree on Everyone's looking for accurate and uh, sensible, faith-filled, value-filled information. Anyways, I'll be coming up Friday in our conversation here at JM and AM. Keep in mind that our uh, Chesed campaign, as we now call it, that specifically centers around Israel, uh, is available at nachomsegel.com slash chesed. And what you'll find there are all the links that we've been promoting over the last six weeks that we've featured on the air um, in terms of great causes to give to. So the Ari Fold Project, we spoke to it yes- spoke about it yesterday. There's a link there uh, for that. The uh, Tzachi Israel Project that we spoke about when we were in Israel is up there. The Nave link, and we are trying to really make that campaign as robust as possible Give to the Cause Match campaign to help the residents of Nave, please. Uh, causematch.com slash Nave, N-A-V-E-H. Armeor Brachel, Yoritegi has announced her coat campaign for the children from the south who are now in Jerusalem for the winter. We're going to be taking a whole bunch of coats. If you want to drop off new coats, um, Stacy will be more than happy to, 
to pack them up and schlep them along. We're going to take as many as we can when we go next month. Uh, the open door campaign from Deputy Mayor Fleur Hassan Nahum. If you have an apartment in Yerushalayim and you can um, give it to a displaced family, just contact them. All those links are up there at uh, nahumsegal.com slash chesed, nahumsegal.com slash chesed. So uh, thank you to Avrami for compiling it, and a uh, big thanks to everybody who's giving. Be as generous as possible. Speaking of generous, a week from today is our official Giving Tuesday to kick off our year-end 40th anniversary campaign. It is a very, very, um, uh, what's the word? I don't want to say challenging. What's the word I'm looking for? It's a big campaign. <laughs> it's a big campaign with a lofty goal. And we hope everybody out there will respond. Our 40th anniversary campaign has already unofficially started, but we'll kick it off officially the year-end campaign on Giving Tuesday a week from today right here at JM and AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. If you want to be somebody uh, who next Tuesday goes on the air and gives a significant donation to get us started, just contact me. Would love to have you on. Uh, go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org if you want to give today. And again, we're going to continue to try our hardest to uh, continue and to do what we do every single day here. We just need the help to keep us going. Simple as that. And I thank everybody who's been participating already. Um, what else did I want to mention here? Oh, I got a note from Glenn Richter. I got to mention this because he said that what we announced yesterday is now obsolete and we got to give everybody the update. Here's the update. There's been a last-minute change by the court regarding the time of today's sentencing of the attackers of Joey Borgen. Joey Borgen was attacked, you'll remember, for being Jewish, and basically that's about it. Um, and his attackers are being sentenced this morning at 11 a.m. Uh, the attackers' families and friends might try to pack the audience seats. Uh, anybody who's in downtown Manhattan early this morning, and there are, I bet, a lot of people in this audience who are in downtown Manhattan early in the morning, uh, they're asking you to be there by 10.30 a.m., Again, please be there by uh, 10.30 a.m. The address is 100 Center Street in the New York Supreme Criminal Court Building. Again, 100 Center Street, Part 62 on the 11th floor. All right, 100 Center Street, Part 62 on the 11th floor. They're asking everybody to be there by 10.30 this morning. Uh, he was attacked by um, a Palestinian Muslim in Manhattan only because he was wearing a kippah. And... Um, um, and that's it. Be there for somebody in the Jewish community who needs our help. And again, the sentencing is now this morning at 11 a.m. They want everybody in their seats by 1030 New York State Supreme Criminal Court, 100 Center Street, Part 62 on the 11th floor. That's the update from our good friend Glenn Richter. And I hope that everybody who's in lower Manhattan, especially in that area, a lot of people in this audience work near there, uh, that you're able to just walk over and, you know, spend an hour starting at about 1030 uh, showing support, it would be extremely, extremely helpful and significant. They see people from our community, frankly. JM in the AM. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, at the top of the hour, we're going to be checking in with somebody who's going to tell us a story of a group of people that tried everything in their power to go to the rally in Washington. It's a very interesting story. <laughs> what happens when a group of people... Uh, wants to sincerely just get on a plane and go to Washington, D.C. 
So we'll talk about that coming up. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&A. Jables and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better for you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website at kosherdogs.net. Take a 10% discount with promo code radio and try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. And A&H continues to... To remind the world about our hostages through their social media, they uh, are reminding the corporate world to take responsibility and spread positive and important messages uh, whenever possible. So they deserve our support for that as well. A and H, everybody, kosherdogs.net. Enjoy your ten percent discount with promo code radio. Try A and H today. More coming up. It's J M in the A M.
Safe Carduner with Rifainu. A lot of people who need our uh, our prayers these days. List keeps getting longer and longer. I don't know how many more videos I could watch of uh, people being visited in hospitals in Israel. Yeah, I know. They have it much tougher than we do, to say the least. And we are praying for everybody's full and speedy recovery. 
David Perlman before that here at JM and the AM. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com, on the NachumSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Well, we were made aware of a story uh, that basically uh, answers the question, to what degree will a community try and try very hard to get to the rally in Washington? Took place a week ago today, you may recall. A quarter of a million people, probably more on the Washington Mall, and a specific group from a specific Jewish community was missing by no fault of their own. We heard about the story, and we invited Rabbi Rafi Lipner to our airwaves. Rabbi Lipner is with us live via telephone. He serves as rabbi, spiritual leader of congregation Shari Tfila in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And again, he is with us live via telephone. Rabbi Lipner, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. An honor to be on it, my friend, an honor. I appreciate that. And it was great to hear the story of uh, what you you and many others, honestly, it sounds like the entire community was trying their best to get to Washington. Things did not work out the way you necessarily wanted, but as you've pointed out to many, they certainly worked out well. Could you tell us the story starting from the time that the Toronto Jewish community expressed an interest in heading down to Washington, D.C.? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so it was a pretty wild trip. So let me just be clear. There's lots of people that went through lots of different places. But uh, I was sitting there Thursday afternoon thinking that really, you know, I should go down. More importantly, we can get other people on mass to go down because, as you, you know, and anyone who did make it there uh, realizes the importance of standing with and together uh, with Israel over there. So Thursday afternoon, I was passing an idea by a couple of friends saying, what if we find a way to get down there and we charter a flight? And they're like, you don't know anything about chartering flights. I'm like, I don't know, but you'll Google a place. You'll find a place to charter. Ended up finding this company that said they can give us a plane for 189 people if we can come up with $140,000, which I don't really have that. We're making a chasana literally in about seven hours for my daughter. I need all that money to be able to worry about that one. Thank (laughs) you. Thank you. So, uh, so they said, as long as you tell us by Sunday, so it's midnight on Thursday, send out an email to anyone that I know who wants to go down. You got to be willing to pay X amount and commit now about 10 AM on Friday. Uh, we've got about four people signed up, so it's not looking good. And uh, we're just like, push it, push it, push it. Anyhow, we get the Arab Shabbos. It's three 30 and we have the plane fully sold out. 189 people. Now, wait, 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 committed. wait, 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 you have to stop right there first. I know there's a lot more to the story, <laughs> but how amazing is that? Cause obviously if you do the math, people are paying over a thousand dollars each to, to get a seat on that plane. How incredible is it to be on the receiving end of so much enthusiasm and commitment financially? financially to get to Washington and to get this thing done. Yeah, it was unbelievable when you think, you know, everyone's, everyone's saying the line of Am Yisrael Chai, which is amazing, but I keep thinking about a very similar line of Mika Amcha Yisrael. Like, yeah. you just look at the Jewish people on a drop of a dime, people are like, you know what, clear my calendar, here's 1300 bucks. they have to commit to 1300 if we got 100 people in, we'd take it right. with 100 at 1300 if we brought it down to full, we were able to do it for 900 no subsidies, there was no, I mean, we, I helped some people on the side right. who couldn't afford, but it wasn't like we had a donor that said, here you go, yeah. and it was, it was amazing, and a 
waiting list. It was, it was, I didn't think it was going to happen. I really thought like, you know, you try, you do your best. Okay. But it doesn't work out. It doesn't work out. So anyhow, the last call that I make right before Shabbos, the guy, Jordan, who runs the company, I call him and said, listen, we got a waiting list. What are the chances if I call you back on Saturday night? Cause I'm going offline for 25 hours. You can get me a bigger plane. So he's like, I'll see what I can do. Rabbi. Anyhow, I call him Saturday night. He says, sorry, we couldn't find you a bigger plane, but I have another one eighty nine seater. If you want to take two flights down there. So I'm like, when do I have to tell you by? He says, same thing. As long as we know by Sunday, you're in. I'm like, that's crazy. I'm like, we're on it. So we start setting it out like crazy. We open up a second WhatsApp group. I'm in Octus. We called it Octus Air. Octus Air, our second uh, group, and it starts filling up like wildfire. And people are from, like, I'm not answering the phone because, you know, you get on the phone, you're there for five minutes. You're not five minutes. And it's WhatsApp. That's the only way it works. One after another. And anyhow, by the time the dust settles and we have to get the air manifest in, that's it. We've got over 350 people fully paid up and uh, ready to go. It was just, it was insane. Two, insane. two planes ready. Two planes ready, Toronto to D.C. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And thank God after, there were a couple of buddies. I had no clue what I was doing. You know, you do an idea and you're like, you have no clue what's involved. So <laughs> when I put it out there, some guy's like, hey, how are you going to collect the money? I'm like, I don't know. They'll uh, I don't know, write me a check. He's like, you can't do that. So he sets up this bank account. Another guy says, what are you going to do about feeding them? He starts setting up logistics, calls officials, gets dinner over there, finds a way to get into the gate in Toronto behind the gate. So there's breakfast going to be waiting for everybody. Like everything just comes together because the Jewish people just come together. Like, you know, no big, uh, you know, organizational structure, just like get it done. It was awesome until <laughs> until so it's sunday it's sunday we have to get it's monday sorry now we're monday everything's in we've got the information they've got everything less than monday, 24 I go hours before less than 24 yeah, hours so before Mincha Marv, it's already monday night before. it's monday night this is Mon- monday night oh Mincha Marv, monday night oh about four thirty up here in toronto oh. so i turn my phone off i go into Davin. i come out i have two messages from my buddy saying call us now it's big trouble i call them they're like one flight's just been canceled they said they can't get them both in i'm like you're kidding me like I, they're like no no and, and then he's like wait 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 i just got any, no they're both canceled both both flights have just been canceled and get them in means get them into dc get them into DC. They said they can't land them. I'm like, like Sandy, Ben, you're joking. It's like, Rabbi, we're not joking. Although they're dying of laughter because we have this inner WhatsApp chat that's going on about all the logistics. It's hilarious all the time. So they're, we're kidders a little bit. So they're like, no, 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 we're not kidding. It's, it's not happening. So I'm like, that's impossible. Anyhow, we call the guy back. Dallas won't take us in because it's, it's, it's just overcrowded. Now, personally, uh, we've just met for the first time. I'm a bit of an optimistic. I won't call it naive kind of guy. Everyone's like, oh, it's a problem. I'm like, listen, you have hundreds of thousands of Jews coming down to an airport that's not used to everybody taking right. a private jet. Right. There's no place to land the thing. Like, right. I get it. It makes sense. Right. So then Jonah says, maybe we can get you into Baltimore, though. So, oh, no. So then I send an email out to the whole Hebra, all the WhatsApp. Like, that was that was the hardest part. It's not happening. I've got $270,000, 350 people that are looking at me, not a tra- travel agent guy, just like, <laughs> who's this rabbi that's like, whatever. And I, I, it's all on WhatsApp. You got to see, it's like a roller coaster of emails that I send. So I send one saying, listen, I, I think we might have to cancel. Just please don't jump off the list. We just got this message and not we're trying to work around. Please hold with us. Anyhow, what came out, and this you alluded to was amazing. You have 350 Jewish people that are planning going down, spent a lot of money, and they're all excited and they hear the news. People are like, just keep trying, Rabbi. I'm like, seriously, not like, wow. like, you know, that's it. I'm going off the Derek rabbi. Like, you know, like <laughs> it was, it was crazy. What happened with the Baltimore effort? 
So then, so we send a couple hours later, they say, fine, we can land in Baltimore. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I didn't do wrong geography. So I heard Washington versus Baltimore. I'm like, we're going to go to Baltimore. We got to get to Washington. We're looking into buses, whatever. There's yeah. nothing. Somebody says, why don't you just take the train? Yeah. So I didn't know that the, I think it's called the Mark versus right. the Metro from Washington to Baltimore. It's the same, same distance. I'm like, it's the same thing. So we're back on. Everyone's, we're back on. And so I have a collective Zoom with everyone on the Zoom at 930 at night. This is less than 12 hours before we're going because nobody even knows where the gate is. Nothing. I said, we Folks that Baltimore can take us. We're back on. Everyone's like, we're back on. The Zoom gets on there. I'm telling everyone this is all a Yad Hashem and it's all like whatever. And it's amazing. And the trip is, and everyone's feeling it. And then two seconds after we get off that Zoom, I get the message. No, we can't do Baltimore either. Uh, you, you gotta be kidding. I'm like, everyone's going to bed right now. Their bags are packed. They're like getting ready to get up at five o'clock to meet at the airport and have a rush Chodesh minion behind the, you know, behind custom. Right. They're like, no, 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 it's, it's totally not happening. So I send out this massive message. You got to see these emails. Like, you know, like at first I was like, this is a really hard message to write. Then the next one, when we were back on, I'm like, this is the best email to write. Then I wrote another one that I'm like, okay, this is really the worst email to write. Like it's over. I'm so sorry. Whatever. And everyone's like, wow, I can't believe you guys tried so hard. So I'm thinking like, try so hard. Like all you can do is try. So it's like midnight. And uh, I'm like, that can't be the end of the story. Like Hashem just doesn't say like, that's it too bad so sad so i'm like i know we've got over 350 jews that have booked off their schedule for the day i know we've got two hundred seventy thousand dollars uh in our bank account that can do something so i say listen we're already around how about we sit there find a place i called the jcc it's a good friend of mine the ceo of it and i say any chance we can use the theater over there is it clear from one to three we'll have like a, a viewing of the rally and we'll right. bring people out there and we have food that's ordered right. and uh and and, we, and and hopefully some people will come out there and he's like no problem we got it and then I'm like, wait, okay, like maybe five people are going to show up to this thing. Like, it's going to be the most never end of whatever. And then I'm like, wait, if everyone is here, not all of them will come, but they've got family that wasn't going to go down there. And then they, we've got a lot of displaced families from Israel that are here also. So I know the person who heads that up, sent them a message saying, why don't you invite them to come to the viewing rally? The staff of UJ have been working so hard for the community. Wait, wait, just, wait a second, rally. wait a second. I don't want people to miss that. In other words, there are people in Toronto now who are displaced from their homes in Israel. So they're spending time with you guys. Yeah, yeah. We had wow. a, the other week. We had a, a couple over that the husbands they're here for the year, right. and the husband went back. He's got a tough shmona, and uh, so there's wow. a lot of those families. We have a lot of connections to Israel. Wow. So I'm like, let's just bring people out and we'll have a like a viewing party. We'll have, we have the right. food anyhow that we order for breakfast. Right. We'll bring it over. Anyhow, the next, and I say, and with the money, I said, you know what? How about we pivot from air actus to ambulance actus? I mean, if we were going to spend $207,000, go down for three hours to hear politicians, Annie Shairibo and Omar Adam for sure, <laughs> right? And we're going to go down there, support Israel and be there for three hours and spend $207,000 for one day. There's got to be something we can do for Israel. So I'm like, what if we pivot from air ambulance, from air actus to ambulance actus? And anyone who wants to redirect their funds, not everyone, obviously it's a lot of money. So we right. you know it wasn't like, it was what we're doing. Got it. Anyhow, everyone's like, I'm in, I'm in, you know what, here's another $3,600. It was just, it was crazy. And by the time the dust settled the next morning, we show up at one o'clock and between one to three o'clock, there must've been over 600 people that came out. And when Omar Adam was singing, like, you know, Hatifa, everyone standing up, waving their flags, singing, it was like electric. Families were out there. Kids were out there. It was the, I don't know if it was the largest screening. It was probably the only screening of the rally. <laughs> Woke up together one of three people to watch it. And you have this moment of pride when it's like, this is our community. 
community. Other people came out there. Everyone felt so connected, you know, in the middle of all the speeches, you got to sit and take a, a Danish as opposed to just stand for three hours. Everyone was like happy about that. In the middle of when the pastor got up to say his prayer for the, the, the captives, they said, listen, we got our own prayer. So we silenced it. And uh, I got up there and we all recited the tefillah for, for the, for the shvuyim and for wow. the hayalim in our own language and our own way. And when the dust settled, we've got an, we've got a, we've got an ambulance, maybe even two by the time it finishes, they were going to send Israel for the, you know, for decades, they're going to the money, the money, the money that was supposed to pay for the chartered flights now went to pay for at least one ambulance. And we know how important, and we know how important that is to Israel and possibly two ambulances. Yeah. So, you know, and then all the talk came out of like, Oh, flights were canceled. But I'm like, you know what? Hashem has a plan. Like, you know, you just have to, you know, if we learned anything from this thing, you just got to keep trying. If Shem closes the door, it's not, it's not over. It's just like, okay, I need, I need you for something else. Rabbi, but here Toronto yeah. had this huge celebration. It was just, it was awesome. Rabbi and, Raf- and, and, I'm sorry. I just want to tell the audience, Rabbi Rafi Lipner is with us. Rabbi of Shari Tefillah in Toronto. This story is pretty remarkable. couple of questions, couple of questions. I have to assume, especially knowing your community, that the participation in both Air Achtus and in the rally that ended up taking place at the theater at the JCC likely included Jews of all backgrounds. Would that be would that be a good assumption? Uh, so it's, it's a it's a great assumption. Which I mean, I started work. I have another role in the community for the UJ up here, an amazing UJA. It's called Senior Fellow of Strategic Jewish Enrichment, and you know the key is that you know everyone's got their little communities which are important, but like. You know, if we've learned anything, we've learned a lot of things. Like one thing is like, there's only one community, you know, and you got to find a way to bring everyone together. And sometimes when we have our labels or our shuls or which thing we're a part of or not, you sort of, you know, bifurcate people a little bit more. Yep. And this is just the time where every, everyone, you know, uh. we had something, they put on a great uh, thing a little while ago, our, our UJ with uh, the table, this, the, the Shabbos table right. and invited a bunch of Hebra out there. We had like Hasidim with Strymla sitting next to people who like didn't even know what Shalom Aleichem was that we were singing yeah. it's just like the bringing them all together and seeing that moment oh my gosh the video of them all singing a tikva together like it was just it was wild and what's so crazy is and i i know in a leadership position like yours you appreciate this what's so crazy is that it, 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 people go out of their way to do what you describe which is you know to keep these barriers up and and the moment the barrier is is removed people r- realize just how uh, beneficial it is to the community to have that togetherness, to have that respect for each other, etc. Nobody's nobody's endorsing anyone's behavior uh, when it comes to uh, what they do or don't, you know, ritually. But just to, to understand, and boy, if this doesn't, de- you know, if these times don't describe it, to understand that we really are all brothers and sisters is uh, is so vital at this time. So. Anyway, just waxing philosophic about that. The second thing is, I would assume that you had to field a number of uh, theories for people involved, because I know our community very well, a number of theories that maybe this was something, all these cancellations and keeping you guys, you know, uh, hanging the way certain people did, uh, that all of this may have been some type of conspiratorial act against the Jewish community. How did you respond when people brought up that possibility? Yeah, so it's interesting. We had something a couple of weeks prior to everything that went, uh, you know, went wrong in the world. Uh, and our shul, we had we had a tire slashing uh, on on I think it was like the first day of Rosh Hashanah or the second that in our in our car park and the in the parking lot, like all the tires were slashed. 
Um, so two things for Matt. First of all, the amount of calls I got afterwards saying, will you make a statement? I'm sure this whatever. We actually had video footage. We knew who the person was. The police department we worked with, we caught them two days later. But there are all these sort of, I don't know what it's called, gaslighters. Like, right. make, it, like make a statement, this whatever. I'm like, dude, we're not going there. Like, it's not what it was. And not only that, that's actually interesting. From that thing where we had all the tires slashed. So we had, we're not a very rich show. We're a very powerful, strong, active, active show. But they're young show. families working hard. Uh, so from that, we created a campaign because nobody, the show said, let's pay for it. We created a, t- a campaign. We called it the retirement campaign. <laughs> and we ended up, because of this, this, uh, this signing throw, we ended up raising like tens of thousands of dollars to change the few tires that were covered by insurance. So we won. Like, we won again. So, you know, I'm like, hey, no, we're not putting out the story. I'm not making a statement. And you know what? We'll find a way to turn this into something amazing. Finally. So, like, there, there were def- hmm? Go ahead. I'm sorry. You were saying. Yeah, no, no, no. There were definitely, there were people calling saying, hey, you know what, like, we really want to make a statement. I'm like, no statement. You know what, the bus thing, of course, like, that sounds like that was, like, you know, serious. Right. There's no that, that, there. I mean, it was, it, was, it, was, it was stated in that case. Here, it really could exactly. be. I mean, it's a good chance this was really a logistical nightmare. That, you know, it's very possible. Well, we had, there's, you know, Yami helped us out and said, here, call some people. Maybe we can find another hangar to go into. So we right. called Eric Rose. Is that his name from Eric Sala? Right. He's like, listen, unless you got an air marshal, no one's coming in. Like, there's right. just, it's just overpacked. Okay. No, I get it. Believe me, I get it. And also, in conclusion, Rabbi Lipner, um, you know, usually one makes an effort and God just pushes you through. You like, you know, you you open up the door and, and, you know, Nachsho and you jump into something. And and I'm sure you had that feeling with this whole thing. You you jumped in, you opened up the possibility, and all of a sudden, you know, you're supervising two two plane loads heading down to Washington. Uh, But obviously, God did not want that to happen he wanted something else to happen what was that something else yeah i think it was all those pieces once bring the toronto jewish community together here to show that like you know everyone should be be a, be a part of this he wanted to show that you have to think if you really care about israel you know what can you do that's really going to make a difference and i think he wanted us to say you know what just keep trying you know, it's never going to be easy, but if you just keep trying and you don't give up in the middle, and I think that's the biggest thing that people took away from this, that like, you know, like, you know, it's the process. You just got to keep putting it. You put in the effort, Hashem controls what happens in the end. And then it doesn't always work out. It's funny. We got one message and I know you you threw that line that rabbis always do in conclusion, you know, so I know we got to end up, but it's funny. (laughs) We got calls from somebody saying, Hey, I'm trying to get a flight from like Florida. Do you know how you can get to Florida? I'm like, not a travel agent, but I'm like, I'm sure Rabbi Goldberg's bringing people it's just amazing what happens when you jump in and the Shem says, great, let me just, uh, you know, drive this plane for you and we'll land it where it needs to land. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Well, I, I've been to some nice congregations up there in Toronto, but, but never yours. I'm now adding that to my list the next time I'm north uh, of the border and I look forward to meeting wait. you. Uh, really, I've just had an amazing job, incredible effort. Uh, we love community leadership the way you're leading. And uh, what can I say? Uh, you didn't make it to Washington, but you certainly made it to the exact level uh, that God wanted you to be at. Uh, and in this oh, in this case, I think it's uh, th- tens of thousands of miles uh, above the ground because you guys were flying high with an incredible effort and an unbelievable fundraiser. When I think about the fact that in the end, uh, the ambulance is the end result. It's it just the whole thing is remarkable. Rabbi Lipner, best regards to everybody in Toronto. And thanks for sharing all this with us. Will do. Thanks so much for having us, and uh, hopefully we'll meet in Israel soon. Bezrat Hashem. Rabbi Rafi Lipner, everybody. Congregation Shari Tefillah in Toronto. An amazing story. You were wondering where all the Torontonians were at the rally.
Now we know exactly where they were. And we also know about the effort that they made. Kalakavod, to say the least. Uh, more coming up. You're listening to a, a Tuesday morning edition of JM and the AM. A reminder, tomorrow, Mayor Fertig, the father of an IDF soldier, is going to be uh, hosting this show. Treat him well. I know you will. He deserves it, not just because he's the father of an IDF soldier. But that's one of the reasons he deserves it. And then Avrami, who deserves it as well. He's living in Israel with his family. He'll be on Thursday morning Thanksgiving. I'm back Friday with Malcolm Honline right here on a uh, what will be a weekly update Friday, even Thanksgiving weekend, right here at JM in the AM. Shamro de Kirby Fiat 
Oi, 
Mayor Green with that uh, Soldiers Selections mix here at JMNAM. Before that, the Deddy tribute done by Yankee Briskman and company. On the app, listener Tikva says, Happy birthday to Adas Emunah, her 10th birthday on the 10th of Kislev. I heard you won't be there Thursday, so I'm sending it now. That's right. Avrami's going to be hosting on Thursday, Thanksgiving. So I'm going to say, Happy birthday, Yom Huledet Sameach, to Hadas Emunah. From all of us here at JM in the AM. Glenn says, hope you had a chance to announce a new time for the court hearing. Yeah, we said it earlier. Uh, everyone should be in their seats by 1030, 100 Center Street, New York State Supreme Court for the uh, sentencing of the Borger, uh, of the, of the, um, of the uh, attackers of Joey Borgen. You're asked to be there by 1030, um, as we said earlier. This morning, those of you who are in Lower Manhattan, uh, I hope you have the time, 30 to 60 minutes, to go over and to just lend support um, to Joey and his family and the community, frankly. Uh, well, a week from today, it's our day of giving to kick off our year-end campaign here at JM in the AM. I hope you'll be generous. You could already be generous by going to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Love to get off to a good start next Tuesday on our day of giving. That'll be the uh, year-end campaign, which will wrap up. Well, I shouldn't say wrap up. I'm not going to say that because, frankly, I don't know if we're going to stop till we get to our goal. It's a very important year for us, especially with the uh, programming we've been providing. So I hope everybody out there gives what they can and spreads the word. Um, yeah, what can I say? It is a... Uh, it's an important year that we've proven for us to have a voice and keep on going every single day. Bezrat Hashem. Uh, so fjbunity.org, and we appreciate that very, very much. As uh, as listener Tikva said, I won't be here Thursday. Tomorrow, Mayor Ferdig's going to be sitting in. And on uh, Thursday, Thanksgiving Day, Avrami's going to be sitting in from Israel. Friday, I'm back, please God. Malcolm Honeline will join me. Weekly update in the 7 o'clock hour. We'll go through some of the news of the day. And, of course, everyone craving for any reliable news these days. That I know. That I know. Believe you me. 
So I'll have an opportunity, please God, this Friday. If you don't receive our daily thread or our weekly newsletter, just write to Avrami. He'll take good care of you. It's af at nachomsegel.com, af at nachomsegel.com. And uh, Avrami will make sure that's taken care of. Oh, big news, as we said yesterday with our friends at shopeichlers.com. Now, every time you use promo code radio, it could be November it could be January, it could be Erev Pesach, it could be Erev Tishabov. Every time you use promo code radio at shopeichlers.com, it's a 5% discount. If they're offering a bigger discount, like they have a special before Hanukkah or something like that, then you automatically get the bigger discount. So, as we've said about other um, amazing and incredible sponsors of ours, always use promo code radio. Go to shopeichlers.com, get everything you need for Hanukkah, Always use promo code radio. It equals savings. Simple as that. Shopbyclothes.com. Always use promo code radio. Simple as that. And I know a lot of people have a lot of things they need before Hanukkah. That I know. We have evidence of that. (laughs) That people spend money on gifts for Hanukkah. (laughs) uh, Trust me, I can provide evidence for that. Anyway, shopbyclers.com has all the answers, and now they've got a f- at least a 5% discount, if not more, every time you use promo code radio. Simple as that. Uh, what else do I want to tell everybody? Oh, we have a, a list that Avrami, um, Avrami compiled, and I thank him. We have a list at nachomsegel.com slash chesed. nachomsegel.com slash chesed. We have a list of basically every cause we've promoted with any type of lengthy conversation over the last six weeks. Um, so, for instance, if you go to um, nachomsegel.com slash chesed, you will see yesterday's conversation regarding the Ari Fold Project, yesterday about the Upper Galilee Leadership Academy, the Machina, uh, Tzachi Israel from last week, the Naveh. We are so desperately trying to help our friends in Naveh. If you have a few dollars to toss in, go to the link where it says uh, contribute to the cause match campaign to help the residents of Naveh. Just go to that link. It's at nachomsegel.com slash chesed and give as much as you can, please. Our mayor Ubracha, we mentioned earlier that Leo Reteji has uh, announced the coat campaign for those kids from the south that are now spending the winter in Jerusalem. Um, Stacy and I plan on taking a bunch of coats next month. If you want to get us new coats for any kid between four and 14 years old, boys, girls, doesn't matter, whatever you can give. Uh, we'll Emir Tzashem, get those coats over to Leora Teji and help distribute them to the kids. Uh, we know what the winter could be like in Yerushalayim in December, January, February. So whatever you could do on that. Plus, if you want to just give to the campaign, click on the link at nachomsegel.com slash chesed. Uh, Just One Chesed is there. Grilling Free the IDF is there. Yeah, Charlotte Hayal is there. Friends of Stay Road is there. It's all there, whatever we discussed. Uh, uh, Fleur's uh, Open Doors Initiative, if you want to help people because you have an empty apartment in Yerushalayim or an empty apartment somewhere in Israel uh, and you think that it would be perfect for a displaced family, so that link is up there. Go to nachomsegel.com slash chesed, nachomsegel.com slash chesed, and the info is there, simple as that. And I hope everybody uh, takes advantage and is as generous as possible. By the way, speaking of Naveh, where's my phone? Speaking of Naveh, you know, Dovi Newberger joined us uh, uh, the last time we broadcasted from Teaneck. And um, 
here. Where is it? He joined us the last time we broadcast from Teaneck, and there's a big show tomorrow night. And uh, for those of you who are not aware, it's a Stand Up for Israel show in Teaneck, New Jersey, with Ami Kozak, uh, with um, uh, Mikey Greenblatt, Max Manikoff, uh, Ranan Hirschberg, Dovi Newberger, a lot of great people in the lineup. Tomorrow night, 8 p.m., it's in Teaneck at 543 Cedar Lane, 543 Cedar Lane. And proceeds are being donated to Moshav Naveh. That's the Moshav that we are helping raise money for. I was shocked when I saw this. It was so nice. So when you buy tickets for tomorrow night um, uh, for this event, which you can get at eventbrite.com. Eventbrite.com, I guess if you search Stand Up for Israel, uh, Comedy, Teaneck, New Jersey, it'll be tomorrow night. When you support it, you're supporting the community of Naveh, which we are asking people to support through the link at nachomsegel.com slash chesed. So all I could say is um, a lot of good people out there are raising money for a lot of good causes, and it was nice to see that our friends from Naveh are the beneficiaries of tomorrow night's comedy night. Thank you, Dovi Newberger. All right, uh, let's move on to some more amazing music. Uh, why not, after all? Isn't that why we're here? Why we're here? Um, Shalshelis, Tuesday morning, JM in the AM. It's 
Well, we certainly uh, took out the Rav Mehemda selections this morning, didn't we? <laughs> I'll tell you, as long as I like to get nostalgic, that's from a long time ago. The album entitled Songs for a Brother. Wow. JM and the M, before that, you heard the uh, Shalshala selection, Naraisi. And uh, Zalman Pollock is going to wrap things up for us on a Tuesday morning broadcast. Mayor Fertig, who has been spending the morning at Fox and Friends, is going to spend the morning at JM and the AM tomorrow. And, um, and uh, Avrami is going to be hosting on Thursday morning on uh, Thanksgiving morning here at JM and the AM. Thank you, Avram. Much appreciated. And I hope all of you will be uh, tuned in. On Friday morning, I'm back, and Malcolm Holmline is going to be uh, conducting the weekly update with us here at JMNAM. So make sure to be tuned in. After all, you want some uh, you want some reliable news, don't you? Yeah, you certainly do. We all do, frankly. Zalman Pollock will close out a uh, Tuesday at JMNAM. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. 
Around the world of women, AlchemSiegel.com on the AlchemSiegel Network, and of course, on the beloved NSNF. Wraps up an amazing Tuesday here at JMNAM. If you don't receive our daily thread or our weekly newsletter, just write to Avrami, AF at NalchemSiegel.com, AF at NalchemSiegel.com, and put in the request. Uh, Mayor Furtick tomorrow, Wednesday morning between 6 and 9. Avrami, Thanksgiving morning between 6 and 9 on Thursday. And Friday, I'm back with Malcolm Holmline and more on a Friday morning Erev Shabbos here at JM in the AM. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till next time, Malcolm Sigal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.